Showtime Sports presents Showtime Boxing with Eric Raskin and Kieran Mulvaney. Hello and welcome to Showtime Boxing with Raskin and Mulvaney, Money Punch Edition with my co-host Eric Raskin. I am Kieran Mulvaney. We're back for another mini podcast previewing the weekend's fights through the lens of boxing betting. Uh, for those who don't recall from our last Money Punch or those who are new to it, Eric is actually in the gambling media by day, uh, covering the industry as the managing editor and media director of usbets.com. So he will usually be the one giving the sports betting insider perspective, whereas I'll be the voice of those in the audience who are still learning how all this works. And just wait, though, after a couple of weeks, I'll be acting like I know exactly what I'm doing. But it's all right. Everyone will be able to see through me. Um, but this week, we are focusing on the Showtime Championship Boxing triple header airing Saturday night, headlined by Jermel Charlo versus Brian Castanio for the 154-pound championship of the world. But before we get to that, uh, Eric, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about some of the interesting lines in the Manny Pacquiao-Errol Spence bow. Uh, it's been two weeks since we talked about that. So have there been uh, any updates, any line movement that you've noticed? So the prices vary from sportsbook to sportsbook, but it would appear the money is still coming in on Manny. Uh, the Spence price can be found a little lower than that minus 240 that we said it was at two weeks ago. The closest odds between the two fighters are at William Hill. They have it minus 220 on Spence, uh, plus 180 on Pacquiao. Uh, DraftKings, almost the same numbers, minus 225 and plus 185. Bet Rivers is a little wider, minus 250 and plus 190. Uh, FanDuel, they must be getting some money coming back on Spence. That's at mm. minus 280 on Spence and plus 205 on Pacquiao. And then interestingly, very different numbers at Foxbet, although uh, they don't have two-way betting posted where you would get a refund in the case of a draw. They only have three-way betting, which includes a draw, uh, and it's minus 350 on Spence and a hefty plus 275 on Pacquiao. So if you believe in Manny, that's the best price on him right now, except that you lose your money if it's a draw. So you can make a case for betting him at plus 205 at FanDuel instead. Uh, but the best price on Spence is indisputably that minus 220. I think we both agree that's a great price on him. Uh, but give me your take on the Pacquiao side. If you wanted to bet on Manny, would you do it at plus 275 and take a chance on the draw? Or are you wary of a draw in this fight and you'd take the plus 205 price? Yeah, I'm not really worried about the draw here in this particular fight. Uh, it's always possible, and as we'll discuss later, I'm certainly not averse to a good draw bet, but certainly wouldn't factor into my, my decision here. Plus 205 just isn't worth it for no. me for a bet on Manny at all. I am... I'm not entirely like enthused by the idea of putting anything on Manny at plus 275 with no. or without a draw as an option. Um, I'd be far more likely to put some money on Spence at, at minus 220. Yep. Um, but there's just no way on God's green earth you'd catch me putting money on Manny at plus 205, whatever else is available there. I'm not sure I'd do it at plus 275 either, but even with a draw like in, in the, the, the mix there, that would be far more likely of the two for me. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think what my number would be to convince me to bet mm. on Manny. And it's definitely well above plus 275, like 
If you start getting me five to one, then do I start thinking about right. a bet on Manny? Maybe. It's it's somewhere in that neighborhood for me personally. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to our best bets for the week, uh, and then we can break down a few other betting options on the Showtime card. Uh, you went first last time, so I will go first this time. Now, on the podcast where we have our picks competition, officially I picked Charlo by decision over Castaño. I'm going against that here with my best bet because I... I don't think that's where the best value is. Um, The books are viewing Charlo by decision as the most likely outcome. But uh, I do think Charlo, whose power, as we discussed with Derek James, tends to be underrated. uh, I think Charlo by KO is perfectly realistic, Um, especially by later KO. Uh, Of his 18 knockouts, eight have come in round six or after. So... Um, I was looking at two possible options for best bet that jumped out at me. One was Charlo by knockout, TKO, or disqualification in any round at plus 250. A good price there, I think. And then Charlo by knockout, TKO, or disqualification in rounds 7 through 12. So anywhere in the second half of the fight, that's mm-hmm. plus 600 at FanDuel. That's my favorite bet. Uh, if the KO is going to come... I think it's much more likely to come in the second half of the fight. Uh, Charlo's result against Erickson Lubin, notwithstanding, that's usually right. when he lands his bigger punches and gets it done. I could have gone rounds 10 through 12, uh, just those three rounds at 16 to 1. It's um, maybe a little too specific. So 6 to 1 is kind of in the middle. That's a nice payout. Um, I think that's the best value play. It's a bit of a long shot, but not an unrealistic one at all. Charlo KO seven to 12 at plus 600. Yeah, I think that's quite a solid bet actually. Um, and I think you're probably right to pick that one rather than the, the wider uh, odds for the, for the shorter sort of couple of rounds there. I mean, I, I, I neither of us have picked this, as you said, um, but it's entirely possible for exactly the reasons that you outlined there, that I think if there is to be a KO, it is more likely to be from Charlo. And I completely agree with you. I find it highly unlikely that he's going to get a guy like Castaño out of there in the first part of the fight. So, yeah, uh, I think it's entirely possible. Who knows? There could be a cut develop, anything like that. Right. Um, so, yeah, not bad. I think plus 600 is not bad at all. Um not enough to tempt me, though. Um, my pick is a draw at plus 1,800, which what's interesting to me, uh, and maybe it's not that interesting to you and you can educate me, is that pretty much every book that is offering a draw is offering plus 1,800, yeah. uh, which I find quite interesting. Um, it's also different from my, my prediction. I predicted um, Charlo by split decision, so it's not that different. Mm-hmm. Really, um, I'm attracted to it by the fact that, as you explained to me when we talked about this offline during the week, four odds for a draw plus 1800 is not exceptional. Um, it's kind of sort of middle of the road kind of odds. But I think this is such a close fight. Um, and like I said, I picked Charlo to win, but I picked him to win by split decision. We've seen Castaño come away with a draw before. I happen to think that the odds of a that the likelihood of a draw is pretty decent. Um, I actually think plus eighteen hundred for a draw in this particular fight seems like a pretty good bet, personally. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, that number, in order for you to see value in it, it's, uh, you know, more than one out of every 19 times. Is it going to be a draw between these guys? If you think it is, then that, that is good value. Um, and yeah, I could see that. I think there is some draw potential here. And whenever I sniff any even just a little bit of draw potential, you kind of want to jump on just that, mm. that, that long payout. It, it makes sense to take a shot on that. Um, so, yeah, you, you mentioned that we had sort of had a, a separate conversation about what the standard pricing is mm. for a, a draw. The closest that I've ever seen it for, you know, a full 12-round fight, certainly you'll get shorter odds if it's just like a four-rounder or a six-rounder sure. or something like that. But for a 12-rounder, the closest that I ever see is 16 to 1, um, like okay. the recent Jojo Diaz-Javier Fortuna fight, which had all sorts of draw potential. That was only 16 to 1. Um, at the high end, sometimes you'll see the draw as high as about 25 to 1 for fights where a draw just doesn't seem a realistic possibility. They'll price it up there. Um, but 18 to 1 and 20 to 1, those tend to be the most common draw numbers. Um so, yeah, I mean, I personally prefer my best bet to your best bet. Uh, that's why my best bet is my best bet. But this, exactly. is, this is a reasonable flyer. I could see judges struggling if Castaño is outworking Charlo, but Charlo's landing the harder, cleaner shots, and you just get some rounds that are tough to score. A draw is not impossible here, I would say. Um, so let's hit quickly on a few other bet options. Um, the best prices that I'm seeing on the question of will the fight go the distance are minus 186 on the yes and plus 150 on the no. So the yes is the favorite there. Which side do you prefer, uh, or, or is that a firm stay away for you at those numbers? Yeah, I'm not very tempted by either of these, I must say. I, I mean, I do expect the fight to go the distance, but not with such confidence that I lay down 186 in the hope of making 100 bucks. So, um, yeah, and if I were going to do an inside the distance wager, I think I'd pick something more along the lines of your best bet rather than a straight up will go, won't go. So, right. yeah, I'm staying away from that one. Okay. Yeah, I'm of the same mind. I probably, if I if I had to bet one side or the other, I'd probably bet the yes rather than the no. But uh, yeah, this this is more of a, a stay away. Neither side seems to have value to me. Um, on the undercard, uh, there are odds up for both of the other bouts that are on the telev televised uh, show on Showtime. Uh, Raleigh Romero versus Anthony Jiggett. Uh, I'm seeing Romero as low as a minus 440 favorite. That's the best price on him. Uh, Jiggett, a plus plus 380 underdog. Romero by KO is minus 118, so just a little bit worse than even money. Uh, Romero by decision is plus 225. Considering that Romero by decision was my official pick, <laughs> I'm liking that price. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, now, I should note that uh, at the press conference this week, he predicted a first-round knockout uh, for whatever his prediction is worth. Uh, that would pay 22 to 1. Um, what stands out to you here uh, among some of these odds, Kieran? Well, do these odds feel a little wide to you, Eric, for the kind of fight that it is? I mean, it seems reasonable for Romero to be a favorite, as we discussed, but is he that much of a favorite? Is Jigget that much of a dog? Um, I also do think, the same as you, that plus 225 for a Romero decision is is, is solid for the same reason that, that you do, because that's what I picked. Right. And I think it's, I think it's quite likely. Um, Jigget at plus 380 is not a terrible bet, I think. No. I'm not sold on him at all, as we discussed again in the preview, and I have picked Romero to win. But the guy is a former Olympian. He's got some experience, and we've seen Romero kind of stink it out a little bit before and maybe get away with one. So I'm not – that's not a terrible – 
odds, actually. I, I don't know that it'll be enough to tempt me, but I don't think that's that's a bad wager at all. Yeah, I always wonder with not quite as well-known fighters whether the bookmakers <clears throat> even have a clue what they're doing or if they're just looking at the record and they see Romero is undefeated, thus Romero is a huge favorite here, uh, or... or did the people who come up with this line, are they well aware that he struggled to a controversial decision and they still set that price mm. where they set it? I, I can't always tell. I do feel like these numbers slightly overrate Romero and slightly yeah. underrate Jiggett. But it, it's funny just that uh, the, if you wanted to bet the Romero KO one, I don't see it happening. Uh, I don't <laughs> think it's even 22 to one is really enough to lure me in. But when you do pick a bet like that, that makes the first three minutes of the fight about as fun <laughs> a sweat as you can possibly have. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, last one we want to touch on here. Uh, only a couple of sports books have prices on Amilcar Vidal versus Emmanuel Alim. Um, I'm seeing Vidal as the favorite at a best price of minus 450. Alim as an underdog, the highest return I'm seeing is plus 333. And then the draw is way up there at that highest possible mm, draw price right. of plus 2500. Um, we both like Vidal to win, but we also both think Aleem could trip him up. So any interest at plus 333 on Aleem? Almost. Mm -hmm. um, if he were out there at the same odds as Jigget, I'd probably go for it. But uh, not quite enough. Um, again, as we discussed, Aleem's an interesting one. And he doesn't always convince me. But we have seen him go close against certainly more seasoned opposition than Vidal. And as we've discussed, Vidal's still a little bit of a question mark. We know he can punch, but, but you know, what else is there? So it isn't quite enough for me, for me. But I think it'd be close enough that I'd be interested in keeping an eye on it. I don't imagine that the opening bow of, of this card is the kind of fight that would get like a lot of action coming in late or anything, but I might keep an eye on it just to see if it got a little wider between now and the, and uh, Saturday night. Yeah, it certainly could shift uh, between now and the opening bell. But uh, but yeah, this is uh, along similar lines. I'm tempted, but it's ultimately a stay away for me at this price. And, you know, hey, you don't need to bet every fight. That's uh, right. I don't know if that's rule number one of sports betting, but it should be somewhere in the first few rules. Don't bet just to bet, uh, at least not for significant amounts of money. If you want to bet a few bucks just to make it interesting for yourself, then fine. But uh, a case like this, I don't quite see value here. I feel like we're working out a possible tagline for the money punch here. Remember, kids, you don't have to bet just a bet. <laughs> so you're saying that we should uh, encourage responsible gambling? Uh, that that, that should go. be one, one of our things? I don't know. There I'm not go. sure how I feel about that. <laughs> All right. That will do it for this money punch edition of Showtime Boxing with Raskin and Mulvaney. Don't forget. If you lay a wager on Saturday night's card, or even if you don't, you can see how it all plays out beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern on Saturday on Showtime Championship Boxing. We'll be back Monday morning with a full-length episode featuring our post-fight analysis of Charlo versus Castaño and a preview of the 20th anniversary Showbox card. Until then, thank you for listening. Be safe, be kind, and be well. <laughs>